Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. Okay, so like a lot of us, the guest on this episode of the home edition of the show, Anthony Ramos has been figuring out how to keep busy, how to keep working, and he has kept working. He's almost done with his second album. But also, like a lot of us, he's been keeping busy in a different place, namely at home. So even though he started working on the song before lockdown, his new single, Stop, is partly about this. It's about learning how to be still, how to enjoy some silence. And this was all on our mind when we started the home edition of the show. The idea was to let you know how artists are coping with lockdown, how it's affecting their lives, how it's affecting the way they make music, how it's stopping or starting their creativity. And when Anthony talked about giving himself permission to sit on the couch and watch old Harry Potter movies in this episode, I I really felt that, although in my case, it was old episodes of 30 Rock. Anyway, if you enjoy this episode, be sure to listen to the iHeartRadio podcast hosted by our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog. It's called Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today is a star of stage, screen, and song. It sounds like a cliche, but in this case, there's no other way to put it. He truly has done it all. You probably know him from the original cast of Hamilton, or the hit Netflix series She's Gotta Have It, or for appearing alongside Lady Gaga on A Star Is Born. Last fall, he dropped his debut solo album, The Good and the Bad, a series of soulful tracks that tell the story of his remarkable life so far. 
You think a global pandemic might slow him down, but you'd be wrong. He has a new single, Stop, which explores the beauty of staying still just a little bit. Maybe one of the only good things to come from the COVID pandemic. I'm so happy to welcome Anthony Ramos. Thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor. What's up, Jonah? Thanks for having me. So you've been so busy these last few years. You've gone from filming In the Heights to recording your debut solo album, filming She's Got a Habit, and now you're sitting still. Like, how are you adjusting to all this downtime? Oh, man, dude, I think uh, I think it's been nice it's been nice, actually. I haven't had that much downtime, but uh, but but I've had more than, than than usual, and it's been really nice to to be able to just like one be in the apartment that I like pay rent for. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not on a plane somewhere. Like, you know, and I love traveling, and I love working, and I love doing things and seeing things and right experiencing new new things. But I really am am hyped and uh, and just like grateful for this time I've had at home, man. Like, I, it, just, it just really made me appreciate it more and more. And, like, after this, um, I think being home will, will, as much as I can, will be at the top of my mind way more than it was before. You know, I was like, where we before? I was like, yo, where are we going? We out. Let's go. Where we going? <laughs> and now I'm working on my second album, man. I'm almost done. You know, oh, so, uh, so we're, uh, yo, we in the thick of it. It was, so I had to get all this equipment because, you know, my late, my A&R was like, yo, Come on, son. We still got work. Let's get this done. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. great you're feeling productive because I feel like I hear both sides. I hear people that are like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to work so hard. Or there's people that are just like, I just am not feeling it right now. But you're feeling inspired right now? No, I feel really inspired for sure. Yeah, man. It's uh, because, uh, you know, I think there was this pressure that I put on myself at the start of this. And well, first of all, I was like, how am I going to deal with this? This is a whole new way of life that I've not experienced I don't know ever and uh as far as like learning how to be still and actually like finding comfort and 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 being still so there was two weeks where I was just trying to get over that and then after that it was like oh shit like do do I make like how do I I want to do I make like a like do I write songs right now do I I don't know what do I what do I do? Do I write a script? Do I I don't know I don't know what to do right now with myself and and then there were you know there's all the people posting about if you're an artist this is the time to make art right like and I'm like yo but I don't feel inspired I don't feel inspired to make art and um, and then so I, I think it wasn't even, it wasn't until maybe a month maybe till April which oddly enough was like the Armageddon period. I would call in New York City. For anybody who's li- who who lives in New York or was in New York in April knows that that it was like crazy here. Uh, I mean, the hospitals were full. Like, I mean, si- I never heard sirens like the way I heard them. Uh, you know, and so 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 that was wild. But I think in that time, I had started to accept like what like life is gonna be and what it is at the moment. And then I think then the creativity and then the then, then the, the spark to write songs and to to do stuff kind of naturally happened, and I stopped kind of. It kind of happened when I stopped forcing myself to uh, to work, or I was, you know, forcing myself to work for the sake of doing it. Right, like I was just kind of just doing it, just because I was like, well, what else am I going to do? But then, then I was kind of like, nah, you know, I actually like it's okay if I just want to sit on the couch and watch Harry Potter. <laughs> like that's fine. Like, I, I can do that as much as I want to do that. I should actually do that as much as I want to do that, right? Like, um, and uh, and then when I feel compelled to, to write a song or I feel compelled to move and, and put the pen to the paper, you know, or the finger to the phone, you know, then, then you know, then, 
then we'll do that. So I think that that's that was kind of the natural progression. Tell me about your new single, Stop. I mean, to me, it sounds like sort of like Zen lessons learned from from lockdown, being present, being in the moment, just slowing down. What is the genesis of that song? Is it sort of everything you just mentioned, like learning how to just sort of be still? The genesis of that song, what was, what's, what's interesting about that song is that song was written, I, I would say, days before I came back to New York and probably a week and a half before I found out that we were going to go into lockdown. Whoa. That song wasn't even about what I'm going through now. But it sounds that so song, perfect. Wow. It's crazy. Like that song was about what I was going through before this. So that's probably, I mean, I, to go back to what I was saying about those first two weeks when, when, when I, you know, and, and dealing with the reality of, of now being in lockdown and how, how was I going to, uh, how was I going to like adapt to that? Because I had, I hadn't lived that way. Like some people are good in silence. Some people know how to just like read a book and chill for a whole day, you know, and, and they find peace in that. Like, I'm just like on the go. And if I'm not going, I'm like, well, what am I doing with my life right now? I, I should be seeing <laughs> friends or I should be, you know, working on something. And that mentality, like I've had for years, you know, and I think, I mean, to be honest, like uh, some of it comes from growing up in a way where you feel like I have nothing and I have to do everything to just get something. It was funny, like I had a, a baseball coach who used to, well, my brother actually used to say this too. He used to say, yo, you know, when you sleep with somebody else, someone else is, is trying to take your spot <laughs> or something like when you sleep and someone else is working hard. And uh, and it's almost like, so you grow up now and now at 28 years old, it's almost like I feel guilty when I like to sleep for sleeping, for, for resting, for being still. Because it's like, if I'm still, someone is out there working harder than me and then uh and this what this time is taught like so i wrote a song about that this song is me saying i want to learn how to do that i want to learn how to stop and then the world stopped <laughs> and and we were like you know, and you learned how to do it you know a song that was about one moment becomes about more than one moment you know and i think that's that's the beauty in in, in uh in the music and in and, and this song stop for me you know it's like the first verse is sometimes I wish my life was like a photograph. Double tap the good ones and just Photoshop the bad. I put them in my wallet, in my pocket. If I need them, then I got them. But life don't work like that. Sometimes I feel like I'm in Nikes on the track, even if my feet are up. Even when my feet are up, my mind is running fast. When I'm home, I get impatient. When I'm gone, I kind of hate it. But my life works like that. And then, right, and then we go into like, but like, it's like sunsets and open water. The sky is full of technicolor. There's beauty right in front of you. There's so much to discover. If you stop and breathe it in for the moment, stop and give it a minute and you'll own it stop it it's only just begun right like every moment right like when we step into a moment it's only just begun as soon as it'll be almost over so stop see what comes into focus stop it's kind of crazy what you notice stop it's like a set in the sun soon it'll be almost over so stop right like i think you know we always equate some of the most beautiful uh uh uh, we say man it's like what a beautiful sunset when have you ever heard like what an ugly sunset (laughs) <laughs> right, but right, That's never. True. But you have to stop to see that, take in how beautiful that sunset is, and the sunset only happens for this much time, and then it's gone. That's a beautiful message that we all need right now. I can't believe that was written before all this. It's so perfect. It just really, you're right, captured the moment.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. How has all this impacted your writing process? I know you work with your collaborator, uh, Will Wells, very often. I mean, do you, you've been Zooming a lot? Like, how's that been working? Yeah, I mean, you know, Will, Will and I, you know, our technology is amazing. I was just on, I was just on the, the phone right before uh, you and I got on and, and uh, talking to, to someone about how, how amazing technology is, like how you could, you know, well, Will, Will is a, a technological wizard. So Will, uh, you know, was on, he, he was giving me lessons on how to get started, how to use Logic, which is the program that uh, many people use to, to, you know, cut records and to, you know, cut their vocals or lay down a guitar or whatever, right? Make their beats in Logic or Ableton. But in my case, I'm using Logic. And Will goes, um, you know, so Will's like teaching me how to kind of get started, how to use it, how to cut my own vocal if I need to. And, but also then it's like there, there are applications on the computer, like Team Viewer, like uh, uh, even on Zoom right now, we're on Zoom, like where you can share your screen with someone and Will can just be engineering but it's amazing that you can still work that, yo, we've been still, you know, I've, I've, I've done sessions with uh, folks in, uh, you know, Europe. And it's like, yo, if you didn't want to leave your house to have a session, you don't. <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's not like being in the room with people, but, um, but this is a nice alternative. I'm so glad we get to hear your music now. Cause I know some of your projects have been put on hold. I'm so sad about in the Heights being pushed back, but the movie set and done, right. You've, you've watched it. How was that experience for you? Yeah. And the Heights was, I mean, that, 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 that experience was amazing, man. We done, we shot it. We shot it last summer. 
and uh, there are very few things that can top um, the moment I was in the middle of the street in Washington Heights with 74 other, you know, uh, Latinx artists dancing in the middle of the street, singing about pride and singing about where we're from and singing about like, um, and, you know, going hard in the hot summer, uh, hitting this choreography that was so, that is so uh, authentic to, to New York and to, to, to the vibe here and to the, the Latin Latino New York Latino experience here, like hmm. that sound black, them, them, the the clave and the gongas and the, all of that blast blasting in the ears and then people spitting bars and with you know I, I just I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. And I know that show was just so special to you, just for when you saw it on Broadway the first time. Tell me about what that show means to you. Yeah, I mean that show means a lot to me because you know I. I so, uh, you know, I'm like barely 5'9", freckled, like fair-skinned, Latin dude. Like, nobody's in a rush to write a lead role for me in any, you know, I'm, ain't nobody trying to recast the My Fair Lady with Anthony Ramos. The nickname for Broadway is the Great White Way. <laughs> so how do you, so how do you think some uh, a kid from the projects from, you know, Puerto Rican and, and predominantly Puerto Rican and black neighborhood, right? And African-American neighborhood, like, feels when they trying to find their way in the realm of entertainment where the nickname is the great white way. I was like, already, like, and there just weren't roles for me, man. Like, finally I saw in the heist, man, and it, it was just like one of those things where it was like the characters didn't only look like me, but they sound like me. They were talking about food that I, you know, grew up eating, and it was, the, the, the music sound like music I listened to growing up, and like, you know, and the characters. Not only did I feel like I related to them, but I was like, yo, I know these people. Like, I know the Biragua guy. I know that guy. That's, you know, his forearm is solid because he's been scraping, shaved, he's shaving ice all day. He puts it in the cup. He got his syrup. Of, you know, the little old man that got the bank, the best tan you ever seen. You know, knowing characters like Usnavi you know, uh, the, the main character in, um, in that story, uh, you know, he, he reminded me of this guy named Leo who used to, you know, who used to have a bodega on the corner where I used to live. And Leo used to hook my family up. Like we were poor, you know, we was broke, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like Leo would hook us up sometimes, you know, we didn't have enough of the milk or we didn't have enough of the bread, you know, we only had enough of the eggs. Leo would be like, Yo, don't worry about it. Like, give us some candy, you know, to like, you know, walk out with, like, and, um, and it was like those dudes that, that they just see everything. So it's only right that the story's told from, from the eyes of this guy who owns this bodega at this corner store, because those guys see everything. They see all types of people walking in and out of their store. Like it was kind of the musical that made me rethink a little bit, like, oh, maybe there is a space for me here. You know, people spitting bars on stage. They, some one minute, somebody sounding like, you know, uh, the, the, the most beautiful R&B. So you got Jordan Sparks singing these beautiful notes and then you got Lin-Manuel spitting these bars, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, you know, so it was, uh, it was a mashup of all, all the things that I kind of grew up with. The music, food, the vernacular, all on one stage. It was almost overwhelming. I was like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. Was it intimidating at all, stepping into that role that, that Lin-Manuel created? That was so personal to him. I think he started writing it when he was 19 or something. Was that intimidating at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. it wasn't intimidating because Lin didn't really put that pressure on me. You know, I never really felt that pressure from him. 
you know, rather. Like, he was always really like, yo, I, just do your thing, bro. Like, do your thing. You know, it's, it's a funny story, too. Like, I, I got an interesting history with those guys, with Lynn and, and his team, right? Like, I, I auditioned when I was 19 for In the Heights back, um, man, uh, 10 years ago, I guess. It's going to be 10 years now. But I auditioned for a non-union national tour of in the heights and i don't think it was i don't think i was going for like a, i think i was to be a part of the ensemble cast as a dancer you know i didn't get it bro i was crushed i did four auditions and i didn't get it three years later i do an open call for another musical that i was like totally not right for and then i like and then a few minutes later i get an email hey like we'd like you to audition for this thing called hamilton's mixtape and I saw that Lynn and all the uh, same team working on it. So at first I was really nervous. And um, and at first I was like, dang, like I, I, the way this ended for me last time wasn't good. I didn't get the job. Like, so I was pretty already kind of psyching myself out. One of my friends was like, you really need to go to this. And it wasn't even going to work out with the schedule that I had with this other show, but I was doing it anyway. I was like, you know, the casting director was like, you're really right for this. And she's like, you just got to just, we're just going to keep calling you back. I don't know how we're going to work it out. We may not, but. I was just going to keep calling you back. And I do my final audition. I get the work and, uh, and at Radio City. And they call us all up to the large rehearsal hall where everybody rehearses upstairs. And they're like, yo, uh, we're going we're gonna to cancel the show. And I lose my job, but I, I get laid off. All of a 77 cast members laid off. Three hours later, they're like, hey, we don't, we heard about Heart Lights. We want to hire you for Hamilton's mixtape. And that's how I jumped on. That was my start of the journey, right? And that was, and then I think from that moment on, right, Lynn, I did that. It was like a four-week workshop, and Lynn asked me to do this other thing he had written. So we just started cultivating this relationship. And by the time we got to In the Heights movie, I was already, like, shocked and grateful. But I had stopped doing Hamilton in 2016. Finally, in, like, 2018, this role comes up. Usnavi, they're doing a, 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 a seven-performance um, uh, seven performance uh, a show of In the Heights at the Kennedy Center. Something inside me just said, I think it was God, man. It was like, just, just go do this job. You don't know why. Yeah, it's going to be mad hard. You're going to want to quit theater after, but just go. <laughs> I didn't want to quit theater after, but I was very tired. And it was, it was like, just go. And I just jumped right in, man. I jumped right in and, and, and I went. I, I did that show at the Kennedy Center and Lynn, Lynn came to a few rehearsals and Lynn also came to the show a couple times. And then all of a sudden he writes this tweet and it was basically something to the effect of like, imagine you grew up tap dancing and you, you buy these tap shoes and you've been tapping all your life. And, you know, that's what you've been doing. And then you hang it up, you put the tap shoes in the box, you put it up in the closet, you have a kid. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're hanging out downstairs Years go by and you're just hanging out downstairs. All of a sudden you hear a tapping from, from the top floor and you're wondering what that was. And you're like, man, what, like, what is that noise? And you go up to the top floor. All of a sudden you see that your kid took the tap shoes that you used to have, took them out, and it's your kid tapping in the room. And you realize that those, those shoes fit him better than they ever fit you. And those shoes were always made for him and not for you. That's how, that's what it feels like watching Anthony Ramos play Usnavi. Yo, he wrote that tweet, bro. I was done. I was in my bag, crying. I was like, yo, this is crazy. It's bananas. I got the movie soon after that. All of that long story to, to say is that, no, I didn't feel pressure because of everything I had been through to get to that moment. 
And to get to that point to be on that set, that once I got on that set, it was like, it was almost like, yo, bro, you was born for this. It was, it was a blessing. What is your relationship like with Lynn? I mean, does, does he, has he given you sort of compositional tips for songwriting? Is he a mentor? Is he a big brother? Is he a, a colleague? Is he all the above? Like, how would you define what, what your relationship is? Or does it defy explanation? He's uh, definitely a mentor for sure. Like, I've learned so much from him um, directly and indirectly. You know, you know, I remember one time he said something to me. And he was like, yo, like, uh, I, I cracked a joke and I said something like, oh, man, sometimes I talk too hood. I should change the way I speak. And he was like, he said something, something to the effect of, like, you never have to change the way you speak, Papa. You just need to make sure people understand you. And I was like, wow, Man. that's incredible. Like, and, uh, and, you know, and like he said that and, uh, and like, I'll, I'll never forget that, that quote. And like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, like, and then like we'll, we'll be on set or whatever and, and he'll say something or he'll change something in a, in a song. And you just like notice the tendencies and you notice like the, you, you begin to notice the, the, the patterns of like, and the motivations as to why he changes things. And it's, and it's like, how do we get to the heart of the truth of this? And, uh, and I think I take that in my writing, like everything is so thought through because, and I try not to overthink, you know, cause, cause, um, cause that can be a trap too. But I do, I do like to, to think a lot about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Because uh, there's nothing more dope than when somebody listens to a song, didn't understand the lyric, they go back and they're like, "This song was about this the whole time." It's uh, it's just it's just fire, man. It's like so I I've, I've learned so much from him and like yeah now you know we like you know we would chill you know we, we hang out and, and and shit like you know I'm, I'm, like we spent we spent New Year's Eve together and uh, uh, in Puerto Rico like it was dope like you know we we, we chill and whatnot but but it's uh, I think. The thing that's dope about our relationship is like there's this like trust there that is uh, it's almost like motivating. Like it just like you want to be your best because this person who's so elite at what they do has trusted you with this, you know, with this work and with this, you know, what I'm saying, believes in you in this, and and with, with with their work that they worked so hard on, you know, like in Heights he worked on for eight years and Hamilton worked on for six, you know, so it's like. You know, that's kind of our relationship. There's like this trust there that that is, uh, you know, that I don't that I don't take for granted. And, and there's a love there too. You know, like, and you know, he 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 has kind of, you know, he has treated me like, you know, big bro. He's definitely been big bro to me and like kind of like, you know, put me on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You mentioned music having so many different meanings and, and just applicable to so many situations. I mean, Stop is a great example. It's born from a completely different circumstance, but it's so, it resonates so much now. I've been seeing a lot of Hamilton uh, lyrics on signs at, at George Floyd protests and Black Lives Matter protests, especially from My Shot, I feel like is the one I, I seem to see a, a, a lot. Uh, that has to feel pretty good. How does that feel for you to just see, see those words out there and that give people you know hope? I think it's important, man. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. you, when you hope, you you hope to do uh, pieces of art that impact people. You know, I think when when you're writing something and, and or you you know you you're shooting a, a film or or your, a music video or whatever, like you know, you know, even even the stop music video we're shooting this Friday, and I can't I can't wait to to put it out because of what it's about, right? Like, um, you know, and uh, you know we. We found this awesome guy who, who gives these haircuts. You want to talk about really like stopping and breathing it in. Like this guy gives haircuts and, and, and all, all proceeds go to this donation based on all proceeds go to the Black Lives Matter movement. And, uh, and, uh, and Anthony Payne is his name. And, um, uh, and not to give away what the video is about, but that's a part of the video. And like, you know, I think in art, you want to do your best to highlight the stories that matter. And I think, and hope that in the process, they correlate to something else going on that also matters. Right. You know, it's funny how, you know, these words in the context of our story, right? Like it's all these actors of color playing these like white presidents and founding fathers, but like, told through the lens of this like Puerto Rican dude who wrote all of these words, like all these words, who was inspired and most of it inspired by the hip hop culture, which was born in the Bronx, you know, in the African American and Puerto Rican communities, you know, and, and uh, it's like how all these things correlate. And then 
to now, right, the story that has been so old that we've kind of taken ownership of, uh, I think, the America now, right, the, the America that we want to see and the America that we are seeing, the colorful America. We, it's almost like we've taken ownership of the story, of these stories, and we're like, we're going to make this country how we see it and how we want to see it. We're going to help the world understand what America actually is and what America is going to look like and what we are fighting for, what we're working towards. And like to have, you know, people singing, the, uh, right, having the lyrics written on their signs at the protests or, or uh, you know, people uh, chanting, I'm not throwing away my shot, right? Like, or, like, it's like, that's what you want. That's what you hope for. That's what you hope uh you know, that's what you hope happens when you make, you know, I think some of us, we make songs and they, and they come out and yeah, maybe they're hits and then they go away or whatever. But like, it's the song, you know, you think about the songs that have lasted forever, like the, you know, like the What's Going On, right? Like the Lean On Me and the, like these songs that have outlived, I mean, they have lasted forever, you know, have moved people and touched people for so many years, right? And they, I think they still will, right? They don't really care about us. Like, these songs that have just, man in the mirror, like, these joints that are just, like, every now and then you get a splash in the water. And I think, you know, we got a splash in the water with this one, and hopefully it just keeps, you know, r- rippling out. And I'm just grateful that it's, um, that people feel inspired by this work that we all did. And you know, and, and kudos to them for the words that he wrote, and that there, uh, you know, people feel fired up for, for you know, for justice. You know, it makes people <laughs> gets people fired up for to fight for for what's right in the world. Anthony, it's been such a pleasure and an honor speaking to you. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. My my, my last question, and I, I love asking this. It's my always been my final question for these this series. What's the first thing you want to do when this pandemic is over? If you could snap your fingers and have everything go back to the way it was, trip you want to take, person you want to hug, meal you want to go out and have, what's the first thing you would do? You know, it was wild. I put up a post yesterday about uh, about missing tour, about missing just playing live. I think the first thing I want to do is, because I have been fortunate enough to, to see my mom this time. And, you know, I've, I've been fortunate, you know, like... You know, thank God, right? Like the 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 you know the in in New York City again. Like you know, I'm, I'm really grateful that that uh, our case. I think yesterday we recorded the first day where we had no deaths. I saw that, that was huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying for our city, and um, and it's almost a sense of like, let's just we can take a deep breath for you know for a second. It's not over, but guys, let's just like let's celebrate this and let's just take a deep breath. We've all worked to get to to this point, right? And, but I think the first thing, man, I just, I can't, I don't know what the first thing is going to be, but I know what I am so excited for and that's to play live, man. I just want to feel that vibe, bro. I want, I just want to, I want to, I want to be on stage. Um, I want, you know, get, you know, having that, having, just having that time with, with an audience and, and, um, you know, and just have that time of communion. You know, I think that's a time of, community sometimes i don't know you know i think the, the most beautiful thing about live shows is that i think people feel a sense of community that's why people go to see theater right like this there's, there's, there's something special about laughing with a group of people 
right? There's something special about crying with a group of people. Sometimes people don't even feel comfortable crying on their own, but they see the person next to them crying. It gives them this thing where they can feel uh, like they can release, right? Like they're not alone and they can let it out, right? Like somebody sees somebody else laughing and maybe that sparks them laughing. Like, isn't it so funny when sometimes you hear someone laughing so hard in the audience that it makes you laugh? Like, well, you don't even remember what the joke was, but it's the person cracking up that makes you laugh. And I just, I'm so excited to get back to that, that form of community and that, and that having the opportunity to, to share in that way. You know, that's, I think that's like the first thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to run to a show or I'm going to have a show. <laughs> yeah oh, anthony thank you so much for your time today it's been such an honor thank you jordan thanks for having me man this is awesome we hope you enjoyed this episode of inside the studio home edition a production of iHeartRadio. radio for more episodes of inside the studio and other shows from iHeartRadio. radio check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.